Hello, how y'all doing today? Today we're on day 15. And today we're talking about purpose directs your prayer life. Lord Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day, another opportunity to come and to sup with you, O Heavenly Father. We thank you for every word of wisdom, every word of knowledge, O Heavenly Father. We thank you for peace that surpasses everything that we can understand, O Heavenly Father. We thank you for your joy. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, O Heavenly Father. We invite you in. Holy Spirit, that you may use my mouth to speak through me and that you may use my mind to think to me. Oh, Heavenly Father, give your people what it is that you desire for them to have today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And today we're talking about purpose directs your prayer life. Now, our focus verse for today is your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We can pray all day, but until we know what to pray for, we can pray amiss. Ephesians 1 and 11 says, In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. So in essence, God gives us what's benefiting for us according to his purpose but we only know what that is when we go to him and ask him he works out everything according to purpose in daniel the second chapter of daniel king nebuchadnezzar has a dream a troubling dream and his sleep has left him and he called the magicians the astrologers and the sorcerers and the chaldeans to tell him his dream and make known to him the interpretation and they said we would interpret just first tell us the dream and he said either tell me the dream or and its interpretation or you shall be cut into pieces and your houses shall be burned but if you tell me the dream then you will receive great honor and great gifts and rewards and they asked again tell us the dream and the king replied, stop stalling and answer me. And if you can't answer me, then there is only one decree for you. <laughs> he says, you have agreed to speak lying and corrupt words before me till the time has passed. They wanted the king to tell them the dream so that they could use their understanding to give him an interpretation. But the king said, no, tell me or else. And they said, no man can tell you what you dreamed except the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh. And in the anger and fury of the king, he set out. He sent out the decree and the executioners began to killing the wise men. And they sought Daniel and his companions to kill them. So. With counsel and wisdom, Daniel asked Ariok, the captain, why the decree was so urgent. And the captain made known to Daniel the decision. And Daniel asked the king to give him time to tell the king the interpretation. Then Daniel went home and told Han Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, which is Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. He, he had told them, he, he told them about what was said. And, and, and he asked them if they would seek the mercies of God concerning the secret so that they may not perish with the wise men. And this is why it is important for us to have people on our side that can get a prayer through. This is why it's important for us to have people on our side that know the language of God, that know how to speak to God, that know how to how to how to access how to access the realms 
of God, the spiritual realms. And they know how to get a prayer through and, 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 and people that can agree with you. And God said that if, 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 if that, that if two or three, he said, if the people would agree, he'd be in the midst. He said, if people would agree, then he would be in the midst. And he went to the king and told the king the dream and the interpretation. And the king gave Daniel gifts, many great gifts, that is, and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon, a chief administrator over all the wise men of Babylon. And Daniel petitioned the king and he said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the affairs of the province. But Daniel sat in the gate of the king. He sat in the gate. Now, if you know anything about that era, only the powerful people sat in the gate. Only the influential people sat in the gate. So he was sitting in the gate with the powerful and influential people. But this is an example that at the point of purpose, your prayer life will line up with the will of God for your life. Had that not been his purpose, he and his companions would have perished with all the other wise men. But because God wanted to show his power at the point of purpose, he gave the king a dream and he gave Daniel an assignment that only he had the ability to fulfill. Or God created a problem that only Daniel could to, could deal with. And that's the kind of call God puts on people because it causes your prayer life and faith to come to the come up to God's purpose for your life and not just remain mediocre. You have a life changing purpose, but you have to push it out. This season is birthing things into the earth. That eyes have not seen and ears have not heard, nor that has entered into the hearts of men. But God is doing it because of the dispensation that we are in and because the purpose he has placed on us. But in order for them to be made manifest, we have to have an expectations which puts a demand on the call to perform. We must expect God to do what he said he would do. If you expect greater works, then greater works you shall do. But your faith has to rise to the greater works status. So therefore, you have to have the understanding of the greater works, power and authority, which is dominion to manifest greater works. God is not going to give power to people who only seek it for their fame only seek it for their glory, only seek it for their purpose. Not at all. He's not that type of God. He's giving it to the pure in heart for it is they that shall see the Lord. The gift of the seer is coming back into the picture on a scale like never before. God is showing his people the prophets like he showed Jesus for Jesus said, I only do what I see the father do. And, 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 and there are many that can hear, but a lot less that are seers. The office of the seer is coming into view. And I mean open visions while you're working, while you're driving down the road, while you're walking and talking. You are seeing just what God wants to show you. Man, that's what I'm talking about. We are in a season. We are in a in an era of, of life where we are coming to our own. I don't want to say our own, but we're coming into the purpose that God has placed on our lives. And and that gift is not a gift that is largely publicized. Okay, you have you have the prophets, the, the 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 office of the prophet, you know, is largely publicized, but the office of the seer is 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 still a prophet, but they see 
and not only here. The office of a seer is it's 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 just it's open visions. It's not just dreams, it's open visions at any time. And I and I feel strongly that that office of the seer is coming back in the picture, it's coming back in the view. And I just want to tell somebody to not be afraid of what God is doing now. Don't be afraid because you see things that you can't explain. For me, it started a long time ago, a long time ago. Um, and I was just, it was just like I would have a dream. It, or, or not even a dream. It was just like I would it started as dreams. I would have a dream and a couple of days later, the dream would come. It, it would be just like that. It'll be just like I dreamed. It'd be word for word, just like I said it. And, and then over the years, I mean, over the years, over a course of years, it would be open visions and, and, and I can see things happening, uh, just as they, just as they were going to happen. And I'm not saying that I'm a seer, but what I am saying, the gift of the seer is coming back to the prophets. It's coming back to the ones that God has opened their eyes to see. But everything has to be. You can't receive anything that you don't understand. You cannot have what you do not understand. That goes for anything. So in this season, God is calling us to dive deeper into him, dive deeper into his word, because he is bound to his word. His word never fails. He said heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will by no means pass away. So this is what we have to go by. So that office is in here somewhere. We have to look for it. We have to find it. Even if it's in the office, it's, 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 it's as Samuel was. We have to find how to navigate that era. We have to find out how to navigate those waters. We're not going to find it in, 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 in just anything. But through prayer, through fasting, through reading and, and searching that scripture. To find out where we sit and find out and find better yet, understand what our call is. Because he said of all you get and get an understanding. And if we don't understand what our call is and we don't understand the gifts that he's placed in us. And we don't desire the gifts that draw people, the, the gifts that that draw the sinners to God. You know, the Bible says desire the, desire the best gifts. Desire the best gifts. We're in a time when people are skeptical. When people don't know what's true and what's false. But God going to give his seers, his prophets, his apostles, his preachers, his teachers. He's going to give us, he's going to give each and every one of us the ability to perform what needs to be performed so that the unbeliever can become a believer. 
but we have to walk into we have to walk upright before him we have to seek this 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 knowledge out we have to seek it out in his word because it's there for all of us but this is the era we are in i understand that the gifts are fit to flood the land the, the the true gifts but the gifts can't work in if we don't have the fruit he said every tree is known by the fruit that it bears you're going to know a tree by its fruit you'll know the tree by its fruit so he's going to deal with the fruit first so we need to get our character to where it needs to be we need to get our mindset to where it needs to be because God cannot work in a mind. He cannot, he cannot give you everything that he wants to give you until you can understand it. If you can understand that. Just like you can't do a job until you fully understand that job. That's why you go through orientation and that's why you do all these different things because you have to become familiar with it before you become familiar with it. If you can understand what I'm saying. God wants to do a new thing. He said it's springing forth now. But you have to be able to grasp it. And move forward in it. It's new. So you don't quite understand everything. So then you have to go back to the blueprint. The Bible and find out what it is that he saying. find out how to walk in it, find out how it works. Find out. Because your greatness and your purpose depends on it. Lord, Heavenly Father, I thank you right now for this moment. Oh, Heavenly Father, I thank you right now that ears are being opened and eyes are being opened. Oh, Heavenly Father, every seer that you are calling is beginning to see now, O Heavenly Father. I thank you for your peace, O Heavenly Father. The peace that you give unto them, O Heavenly Father, for what it is that they're seeing and they can't understand it, Lord Heavenly Father. Ask you to give them peace that they can still walk it out, O Heavenly Father. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your favor that rests upon your people, O Heavenly Father. I thank you for the awakening that you are doing right now in the mighty name of Jesus, O Heavenly Father. Touch every heart, touch every mind, touch everyone that will receive, O Heavenly Father, that desire the great gifts, that desire the good gifts, that desire the gifts of ministry, O Heavenly Father, for the furtherance of the kingdom. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Y'all have a blessed day. Hello, how y'all doing today? Um, today is day 16. Today we're talking about created in his image. The focus verse for today is, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and female, he created them. Let's pray. Lord Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day. We thank you for another opportunity to come before you, O Heavenly Father. Use my lips to speak, O Heavenly Father. Use my mind to think, O Heavenly Father. 
Lord God, I praise you for another day, another opportunity. Lord Heavenly Father, pour unto your people what it is that you want them to know, what it is that you have for them um, to receive the day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <clears throat> created in his image. We are created in the image of God. He created us first. So when we say that male and female were created in his image, we are talking about spirit. God is a spirit that governs the heavenlies. Man is spirit first. That's why we can house the Holy Spirit. Only spirit can contact spirit. Or by divination. But even that is spiritual. So let us deal with the spirit part of humanity and we will deal with the reason we are so out of touch with our spirituality. It is possible to be saved and still be out of touch spiritually. How? Because being saved means that we receive the completed work that was done on the cross. Walking in his image means that we acknowledge the work and we receive the work that was done on the cross. But now we follow the one who completed the work on the cross. It means death to the flesh so that the spirit may live. So we are created in his image, but we don't belong to him until we follow him. They that do not follow after the spirit of God follow after another spirit and are willfully walking in sin. Sin is what separates us from God, the father in heaven. I cannot say sin separates us from God. But sin separates us from the father. Because if I say that sin separates us from God. It's that anything we serve will ultimately become our God. The father says that he won't have any gods before him. When Psalms 82 and 6 says that we are gods. And all of us are children of the most high God. But you shall die like mere men and fall like one of the princes. He is stating that your image is like his, but you don't have his power. It is his power that quickens the mortal body by which the spirit will be raised back to life in the last day. For this, in, for this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality. Then shall be bought. Uh, to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? And sting, the sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's 1 Corinthians 15, 53 through 57. Only spirit holds the power of immortality. So what are we first? What we are first, we shall be last, which is spirit. God simply gave us a body to be able to exemplify his spirit in the earth. Let me explain. God made man for the sole purpose of communication. Why do I say that? Because scripture implies it from the beginning to the end. God walked with Adam in the cool of the day. I think it's safe to say that he talked with Adam. Why? Because he talked to everyone else. Cain, where is your brother? 
Abraham, go to the place that I will show you. Moses, tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Joshua, so as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. Jeremiah, what do you see? Samuel, how long will you mourn Saul, seeing that I have rejected him? Jesus even said, I say what I hear the Father say. I only say what I hear him say. God is in constant communication with his people for this reason, purpose. God never calls you to ministry. He calls you to himself. If it were a call to ministry, why is it that ministry has the ability be, to become our God? Why is that? God never places anything above himself. He did that with Satan. And had to cast him down along with a third of the angels. Why? Because they were influenced by someone who was not king. Just like Absalom, he influenced others around himself to crown him as king. And that's what Satan wanted to do. But God has a way that's mighty sweet. There are people in circles that want your influence. They want your power. That's why you have to watch the ones that are close to you. Some of them will even say that they are your children, but all they want is your position. Your image exemplifies God, but they don't have his power. The Bible says it like this in second Timothy. Know this, that in the last day, perilous times will come for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasures rather than lovers of God. And having a form of godliness, but denying its power and from such people. Turn away for of this sort are those who creep into houses and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Muhammad Ali said this about truth. He said the face of truth is open. The eyes of truth are bright. The lips of truth are, are ever closed. The head of truth is upright. The breast of truth stands forward. The gaze of truth is straight. The truth has neither fear nor doubt. Truth has patience to wait. The words of truth are touching. The voice of truth is deep. The law of truth is simple. All you sow, you reap. The soul of truth is flaming. The heart of truth is warm. The mind of truth is clear and firm through rain and storm. Facts are only its shadow. Truth stands above all sin. Great be the battle of life. Truth in the end shall win. The, the image of truth is the cross. Wisdom's, mess, wisdom's message is its rod. The sign of truth is Christ. The soul of truth is God. Life of truth is eternal. Immortal is its past. The power of truth shall adore. Truth in the end shall last. Or truth shall hold to the last. And I will simply say this, that you will know a tree by the fruit that it bears. We are created in the image of God. Why is it so hard for us to look like him? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. The truth is we are not like Jesus. For three and a half years, Jesus walked under an open heaven. Being 33 years old at his death, which means 97% of his life was unseen, which also means that he 
must have spent that time learning since he was so knowledgeable about scripture. 30 years he walked and worked like a man, just like you and I. All of a sudden he became. All of a sudden he became. All of a sudden he became. And he became the go-to man. What do I mean? 30 years as the average Joe or 30 years just like you and I. In three years as the teacher, three years as the Messiah, three years as the Christ. 30 years in the making. 30 years no one knew who he was. 30 years he was silent. Even at the wedding, he told his mother Mary, Woman, my time has not yet come. And people have been saved. For about a year and have become preachers. Mm. Been in it for three years and all of a sudden they are accomplished. I'm not saying that God can't make your name great. Trust me, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that God can't do it. I'm not saying that God can't make your name great. I'm not saying that you haven't been in study for long before you ever got saved. But what I am saying is that God can't make your name great until he makes your character great. Mm. He will make your character great before he even deals with your name. God calls us to himself. So let us go back to God and get the blueprint. Because certainly if he told Moses how to build the Ark of the Covenant to carry his glory, then I know he will equip us as the believers to carry his glory. We were created in the image of God. Which means in some way, shape or form, we should be like God. Spiritually, we should be like God. The earth is not ours. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He just told us to watch over it. He said, he said Adam in the garden to tend to it. He set him in the garden to work it. God set us in the earth for us to work it. Created in his image, we are to work it. Gain dominion. By learning, gain dominion by understanding, gain dominion by knowing. You don't know until you've learned. You haven't learned until you understood. Before you can be, you must go through learning. Before you can be, you must go through learning. Before you can be, you must go through learning. Before you can know, you must go through learning. And God wants us to learn. He wants us to learn our position. If you are a prophet, learn the office of the prophet. If you are the apostle, learn the office of the apostle. Don't just put a title on your name and then say that that's what you are. Before you've had the training. Because if you do that, then you run the risk of your character not being prepared for the place that you are to go. God said, I am the only one that can make your name great. Now, 
I'll say this, that you can go out there and you can do all these other things and, and, and you can, and, and, and you can make your, you can puff yourself up and you can make yourself look good and all these other things. But God is the one that makes your name great. None of us can add one statue to our life, not by worrying, not by building ourselves up. Let me tell you something. God is sure of who he created us to be. The only way that God is going to deviate from that plan is if you show yourself more <laughs> than what you initially had the ability to be. Let me say it like this. Elisha was not supposed to be the prophet. One of the sons of the prophet was supposed to be the prophet. But Elisha, he made the sacrifice. And I want to say that God honors sacrifice. He honors sacrifice. Sacrifice will never outweigh obedience, but he honors sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice, but he will honor sacrifice. Obeying leads you into a place that you've, you sometimes you, you, you like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. But when you, but when you sacrifice your, your, when you sacrifice the way you look for doing it, when you sacrifice the way you look for doing it, because the way to life is death. He said that he who seeks the life, who he, he who saves his life will lose it, but he who loses his life for my sake will find it. The way to life is death. We have to lose it. We have to take up our cross and follow Christ. Take up your cross and follow Christ. The way of death. The way of death. Jesus, he said, nevertheless, when he said, nevertheless, not my will, but your will, he was a dead man. When he said, not my will, but let thy will be done. He already knew what it entailed. He already knew the cup that he had to drink from. And he said, Father, <laughs> I don't want to do this. He said, but nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. That's what the image of God looks like. If we are created in his image, there should be a nevertheless inside of us. A nevertheless. God, not my will, but your will. It's the way of death. To take up your cross means to say, I give up everything that I thought that I was, everything that I thought that I wanted, everything that I thought that was mine. I give it up right now and I give it up for you. I give it up to follow you. I give it up to take upon you. you he said, take a, learn of me. He said, learn of me. Learn of me. Learn of me. Take up my yoke. It's easy and my burden is light. And I know sometimes we look at we look at it and we say, how is the burden of the cross light when it's so weighty? But he said, I give you grace to carry it. 
He said, I send people your way to help you carry it. Jesus didn't carry the cross alone. There was a man that was there that was sent that was able to help him carry that cross so that he can complete the work. And that's what God will do. He will give you somebody that, that will help you carry that cross so that you can complete the work. My God. I don't have a lot more to say. But the day was created in his image. I need you to go in the mirror and look at yourself. And if you and if you don't like what you see, you can change it because it's not the visual that you see. What you're looking at is spiritual. If you don't like what you see, you can change it. You can change it. You can change it. God is calling each and every one of us back to himself. He's not calling us to ministry. He's not calling us to, to church. He's not calling us to all of that. All those things are good. All those things are great. All those things are good. He's not calling us only just to do those things. But he's calling us back to himself. The other day I said, well, I was talking about good to great. And it's good to feed the homeless. It's good to be the pastor. It's good to lead the people in the right way. That's good. But what's great is to be in the presence of God. To be led by God. That's what's great. I understand that doing certain things is a good work. But at the end of the day, your relationship with God is going to determine where you go at for eternity. That's it. The more you're in commune with God, like Jesus was, the more you will be who he called you to be. This whole series is about purpose. And I want you to understand that your purpose is to seek the face of God. And that's all I have for you. Let's pray. Lord Heavenly Father, I pray that this word touches somebody. Lord Father God, I pray that this word enters into their hearts, O Heavenly Father. I pray that they heard, O Heavenly Father. They that have an ear, let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to the church. I decree and I declare that they are the church, and they will receive this seed, O Heavenly Father, and that it will take root, and it will begin to grow in their lives, and they will become greater than they ever imagined because they decided to follow Christ. Lord God, I thank you right now for this moment, O God. I thank you for every person that's turning back to you. Every person that's being led by your spirit. I thank you right now for every soul. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Y'all have a blessed day.